Delta Phi Alpha. Alpha Kappa Alpha. Kappa Alpha Psi. Omega Psi Phi. Delta Sigma Theta. Phi Beta Sigma. Theta Phi Beta. Sigma Gamma Rho. Iota Phi Theta. This is Eric with Greekly Speaking, and joining me on this episode is Donald Broussard, a graduate of Norfolk State University. He also attended Southern University in Baton Rouge, where he was a member of the football team, as well as the Beta Sigma chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. He is currently a member of the Iota Xi Lambda chapter in Opelousas, Louisiana. Professionally, Donald is a business development manager in the agribusiness space. Donald, welcome to Greekly Speaking. How are you doing today? I'm doing well in yourself, Brother Eric. Glad to be here. Hey, man, that's a t-shirt right there, man. Glad to be here, man. With COVID on my left and all this other stuff on my right, all I can do is hope you're doing well on your side of the map, man. And, and you and your family, I wish nothing but the best during these crazy times. I got to say right off the bat, man, I, I saw something in your bio about Southern University and as somebody who attended Alcorn State in the SWAC, man, I, I don't know, man, you're on a football team, <laughs> man, I, I don't know how I feel about this starting off, well, man. Well, well, you know, we're not going to hold that against you because you attended Alcorn State, you know, uh, <laughs> you know we're not going to hold that against I, I have two former high school teammates, uh, John Theory, R.I.P. Snoopy. He passed away a few years ago. He was an all-con state, all-American, all-swack, uh, a swack legend. And Kermit Arville, they both played at all-con state under Coach Cardell back in the day uh, in the early 90s. So uh, I have a lot of respect. I uh, played against Steve, Steve McNair, the greatest quarterback that I, in, in my short collegiate career and coupled with my high school career, uh, pretty much my football career, played against one of the greatest players ever to come through the SWAC, and that was Steve Abner. So, you know, there's a mutual respect between both programs, but that respect goes out the window on game day when we own the reservation or when they own the bluff. So, you know, uh, it's, it's all SWAC love, man. You know, uh, you know, it was a heated robbery during our playing days, and we still get together and talk cash money noise, but at the end of the day, it's all swag love. We're going to tailgate together. We're going to talk trash before the game. We're going to talk trash during the game. And then we're going to talk trash after the game, especially if we win. You know, you're a little bit more humble <laughs> when you lose. But when you win, you can brag a little bit more. But it's all love, man. And, you know, that's the thing about the SWAC, the MEAC, uh, the CIAA, you know, just black college football, HBCU football, period. It's just that, that it's an atmosphere that you can't get going to a PWI or going to another institution. You know what I'm saying? It's all love, man. That is very well stated because, man, there's nothing like that experience. I've met many people who attended Southern and Jackson State and Grambling, and they they share the same experiences, the same memories, man. And, and it's a beautiful thing, and I hope it goes on, man. But, but let me ask you right from the start, man, playing football in the SWAC, how did you have time? to pledge Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated? Oh, well, brother, I, I had to make time. You know, if you really want something out of life, you know, I was taught 
uh, by some family members, mainly my father and my grandfather at a young age, the seven P's of life. Proper previous planning prevents piss poor performance. I'm going to say that one more again. The seven P's of life. Proper previous planning prevents piss poor performance. Uh, you know, when I was in high school, I had a cousin that attended Louisiana State University. Uh, he was a student athlete, uh, and uh, he played Spring 89 New Side Chapter at Louisiana State University, right across the city from, from Southern University. We were in North Baton Rouge. They were in South Baton Rouge. But, you know, when I was a senior in high school, he was online. Uh, and he used to come down to my high school games, take me to Baton Rouge to spend the weekends to go up on the campus to expose me to the, the college atmosphere, the culture, the life, and whatnot. And I got a chance to be around a lot of brothers of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. I witnessed the community service that they were doing around campus or around the South Baton Rouge community. I witnessed the brothers engaging with other fraternities, you know, doing the uh, tailgate sessions prior to the game. I witnessed them doing the game. And then, you know, I had the opportunity to attend a couple of parties, uh, as well as, you know, just watching the process, so to speak, from the outside looking in, being a young kid in high school and not knowing, you know, what I wanted to do with my future. So I was exposed to it by, by a family member. You know, uh, I, like most, most of us, uh, you know, Generation X's, uh, I was a first-generation college graduate in my family. You know, my parents, unfortunately, they weren't able to attend college, but they did everything within their means to stress the importance of education, uh, to stress us putting education at the top of our priority list, so to speak. And I was exposed to it in high school by, by a cousin who was more like a big brother to me. And, you know, from being exposed to the Greek life, you know, and, and during my high school days, that led me to, to want to pursue uh, becoming a member, one of the greatest fraternities that, that I could ever imagine to be a part of. Uh, and all of them are, are great within their own respective rights. Uh, I just chose the greatest, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. So what did your cousin say when uh, you told him that you were, you were actually going to join? Man, I tell you what, uh, uh, his name is Dr. Kurt Green. He has a doctorate in educational administration and leadership, and uh, he's been in the education profession uh, since he uh, finished, you know, undergrad, graduate school, and then pursuing his, uh, his doctorate. But uh, he was pretty much elated and thrilled. He was one of my sponsors who wrote a reference letter for me to get into the frat and basically just made him proud that, that the effort that he put into guiding uh, a young kid that was, you know, I... You know, coming up, I'm not going to say that I was one of those squeaky clean bookworm type of kids. You know, I was, you know, I was kind of rough around the edges, man. And, you know, I, I, I kind of lacked focus and, you know, didn't know what I really wanted to do with my life. And, you know, him being the older cousin, you know, kind of like a big brother figure, he kind of took me under his wing and showed me what life could be like, you know, if I chose to do the right thing. Uh, and that kept me focused. You know, I'm going to go back to them seven Ps. It kept me focused on, you know, properly preparing, you know, for life after high school. You know, what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to be? What do you want to 
be able to contribute to your, your community, to society? You know, do you want to be a good father? Do you want to be a good husband? Do you want to be a good son, a good grandson, a good sibling, you know, a good brother, just a good fellow man to your, to, to your fellow human being? So it gave me that laser sharp focus. And, you know, he was more than uh, elated with the fact that I chose to join uh, the Brotherhood of Alpha Fire Fraternity Incorporated. And, you know, I always give credit where credit is due without him being a mentor in my life and my upbringing. But, you know, I don't know how things might have turned out. I'm just thankful that, that God placed him in my life at the time that he did uh, and that he took a genuine interest in, in my future well-being as a young black man. So he kind of steered you in the right direction. Okay, so, so what was your experience like, man? Spring 92, how many people were on your line? It was 17 brothers on that line. And uh, we had a very unique uh, line. Uh-oh. You know, it, they, it was B-squared, NLHT17. Bad breath, need Listerine, hold tight, 17. Oh, my God. Right, okay, so I'm going to ask you to repeat that because I wasn't ready for that one. Say this again. What was the name of your line? It was B-squared, NLHT17. Bad breath, need Listerine, hold tight, 17. Man, all right. So, so what was your name? Colgate? No, man. We all had some unique line names, uh, and it was all based on the characteristic traits that that the bros, you know, looked at us and, and and thought, you know, we exhibited those qualities. Me being a big old, a big old red bone, ball head, you know, jock football player. They said I looked like a skinhead. So, you know, my line name. I, I was number thirteen on the line out of seventeen, and the bros they called me. Uh, you know, uh, skinhead. So oh, that that wow. was the the line name that that stuck to me. And I, you know, I, I abhor skinheads. I I abhor right wing fascist neo Nazi skinheads. I abhor that. But that was the name that I was stuck with. And you know, at the time, I didn't have a choice. You know, because I was trying to go through the process. But you know, that that was the name the girl stuck with me. And you know, we had some very very unique names on our line, Eric. You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, you and your bros on y'all line had some some very unique names according to the characteristics and the qualities that y'all exhibited, you know? Well, I, I will say only this. My wife gives me a certain look every time my line name comes up, man, and I won't even get into it, man. <laughs> you are, but you are exactly right, man. But see, this is about you, man. This is not about me. <laughs> so, so, okay. No. So were there a lot of Greeks on the campus at that time? I, I, I know with Southern, man, you know, the Alphas and the AKAs were always well represented, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, uh, all of the fraternities were, were active and, and, you know, uh, engaged on campus. Uh, the Alphas, the uh, Omegas, the Kappas, Phi Beta Sigma, the Gamma Alpha Chi, which was a new fraternity a couple of my teammates end up pledging it when they were incorporated in 1992 was the first year Gamma Alpha Chi uh, was incorporated. That was a new fraternity. Then you had the band fraternity, KK Psi. You had all of the sororities, all our fraternities, the Divine Nine. Everybody was on campus and active and engaged in, you know, community outreach and community service projects. One thing I can say about Greek life 
uh, it teaches you to go back and give back. Never forget where you come from. You know, I like to say the same people you meet, you know, going up on that ladder of success are the same people that you're going to meet, you know, if you happen to stumble and fall down that ladder of success. And how you treat people going up that ladder will determine if somebody will be there to give you a, a hand up instead of a handout. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, being a part of Greek life, you know, we did our fair share of partying and, and having fun and enjoying the campus life, but we also did our fair share of going out into the community. We had many different programs uh, in the Brotherhood of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. I was heavily engaged in Meals on Wheels uh, with the East Baton Rouge Parish Council on Aging, where we would go out into the uh, community of North Baton Rouge, you know, Scotlandville uh, in, in North Baton Rouge and deliver meals to the elderly. You know, that was something that I took great pride in. I would perform that service three days out of the week. We had go to high school, go to college. That was a, a national program that we had where we would go into the high schools and work with young brothers and young sisters, encouraging them to pursue a college education from high school. We also had a voteless people as a hopeless people in which we would go out into the community and register community members who weren't registered to vote. So, you know, that political activism uh, and being on, on, a, on a historically black college and university campus, it just gave you a sense of, of pride uh, to know that you could utilize your voice, you could utilize your platform uh, to pull others up and to share the knowledge of self with other people so that we could all work together to achieve a common goal. If there's anyone considering joining a Greek organization, what advice would you give them? Man, I would tell them to, to do their research, to, to look at, you know, where their options, look at all of the uh, fraternities and sororities, but, you know, attend the different smoker sessions or the different, you know, orientation sessions, you know, to hear what the fraternity, what the brotherhood, what the sisterhood has to offer to see if it's in alignment with your qualities, uh, your goals and your vision for the next two or three years of your campus life. Uh, and I would encourage any and everybody that's interested to definitely look into it and to definitely take that, take that leap because you meet brothers from other mothers, you meet sisters from other misters, and you become brothers and sisters literally. Uh, you know, into the brotherhood and sisterhood. So, you know, it's been a great thing in my life. It's been a great thing in, you know, my, my line brothers and, and our brothers that raised us and brought us through. When I was online, my roommate was online at the same time for Omega Sci-Fi. So we were both running and ducking and hiding. <laughs> you, you know how it goes. But, you know, Dr. King surrounded himself with great men. They weren't all alpha men. You know, his, some of his greatest advisors you know, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, Omega Psi Phi. You know what I'm saying? He had Phi Beta Sigma. He had Kappa Alpha Psi. So, you know, my best friends, they all joined different brotherhoods and other organizations. But we all kept it 100, like we say. And we all made those choices that were in alignment with our goals and our lifestyle. I had best friends and high school friends that are Phi Beta Sigma. And we think it's thieves to this day. You know what I'm saying? So... It's not about, once you join a frat, it's not about just hanging with your brother. You keep it 100 with the people that you grew up with, 
and you respect their brotherhood and their letters and you know it's all family bro what, what's next for you next big project man you know you know I, all and gas industry was the bread and butter for many years but i was able to invest uh in in some things with with some brothers we have a company called texcola agribusiness and development or well, you know we have brothers based out of dallas texas houston texas my brother from another mother who lives in colorado in the denver metro area you know he represents colorado along with a couple other business partners uh, and I, along with another gentleman from Lake Charles, Louisiana, we represent the Louisiana House. So we're engaged in, in different things. And, you know, agriculture is one of our main businesses. You know, uh, we're heavily engaged in the CBD markets, you know, worldwide. And, you know, we're, we're waiting for other states across this union to decriminalize marijuana across the lower 48 and in all 50 states. And then you know, that's going to be a very profitable market to venture off into. But we're also into sustainable, uh, renewable uh, energy, you know, solar panels, solar and wind energy. We're trying to push this uh, this sustainable and renewable energy market below the Mason-Dixon line. But, you know, like I know, you know, the deep south, man, you know, we're, we're light years uh, behind a lot of other states, a lot of other progressive states. You know, we're, we're talking about a sustainable green economy that where you can create multiple revenue streams, harnessing energy from the sun and the wind. You know, it don't cost you anything. Clean energy, not dirty energy. Where would we go if we wanted to learn a little bit more about your company and some of the services that you offer? www.texcola.com. Uh, and that's our company website. There's also ways to contact us if, if should anyone be interested uh, in some of the services that we provide. Uh, also, IPS Solar Systems, www.ipssolarsystems.com. That's our sister partner for the sustainable and renewable energy side of our business. From the research that I've done, man, you guys have a lot of information on your website and we'll be sure to include those links. Um, on our site as well. You're affecting positive change in the environment, and that's so in line with creating solutions. Thank you so much, man, for stopping by and talking to us on Greekly Speaking. I wish you uh, nothing but success with Texcola and your future initiatives. And like I said, if you have anything else going on, man, don't be a stranger. Come back and let us know, okay? Hey, appreciate your time, brother Eric. Appreciate the platform uh, and look forward to you know, keeping in touch with you and following you on Greekly Speaking. Uh, and let's stay in touch, brother. Mm -hmm.